0: Better. Adjective. Of superior quality or excellence. Verb. To increase the good qualities of. Improve. Best. Adjective. At the highest quality, excellence, or standing. Most advantageous, suitable, or desirable. Noun. Best effort that a person, group, or thing can make. Hi, folks. Welcome to yet another episode of Another Way. I think that was the longest definition we've ever done on the show so far. <laughs> you know, I've been going back and I've been, I've been taking notes on past episodes of the, of the podcast to like um, prepare for the, the blog posts that I'm working on and, and some of the YouTube videos. And uh, I had this realization yesterday. I was like, almost every episode... I talk about welcome to like episode number whatever it is, and half the time it's I think it's fifteen or sixteen. I'm not sure, and it's like it's so dumb because you clicked on the thing, it says what episode it was when you clicked on it. Why am I telling you? Anyway, it's a very exciting episode for me because if if you have been following for a while, you might know that. there was a for the past several episodes I've been I've been holding the mic in my hand as I record because I couldn't find the little thing that the the microphone holder for my microphone stand it, since my recent move and I finally found it today after 5 months of looking for it. It was in the box I thought it was in the entire time. I just hadn't completely unpacked that box. And it was at the bottom. So I'm excited because I, I can wave both of my hands in the air and you don't need to know this, and I'm just you know, I've just spent two minutes talking about stuff that you don't need to know. but that's just how it goes. That's just how it happens. Anyway, back to the regularly scheduled program. Today is one of those episodes that I do on occasion where we're talking about two similar but related, that's sort of the same thing. Two different, but related to two things. We're talking about two things. <laughs> God, maybe I shouldn't be doing this right now. Maybe I should go to bed. Um, so first, we're talking about better. Better is the word. Always concern yourself with making yourself better. And it's sort of that idea that, that I talked about on on. Um, the perfect episode of the podcast about you we want to always kind of be striving to perfect ourselves but not try to be perfect it's that it's that sort of an idea so you always want to be working to better yourself as a human being as an artiste as a whatever you you know fill in the blank um, and I think that the best way to do this is to never stop learning and so many of us i think we 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 slog through school for however many years and then we think, oh, I'm done and I don't have to learn anymore. And it's like it's it's alarming to me when you read statistics like I don't even know the number. I feel like it's it's 60 percent. I feel like that is simultaneously too high and too low. But there's some, you know, some statistic out there about, you know, I'm just going to say it's 60 percent of people don't ever read a book after they finish high school and that is ast- terrifying to me and astounding and not just because i'm such a bibliophile but because it means that they're they're not they're choosing ignorance and that's that's terrifying to me um so never stop learning and do- and don't close off the idea of learning something from somewhere unexpected always be open to getting new ideas from new places because it is amazing what ideas you can take from somewhere and apply them in places that you didn't you never would have expected. Ooh. Yeah, I've got the mic stand back, which means I can hit it now (laughs) with my elbow. Um what was I just talking about? Open to ideas from new places. So you know, you can learn so much about whatever practice you do from something else. You know, I some of the best stuff I learned as a vocalist um, about breathing I actually learned from a trumpet player, and yes, that's you know the, those are both under the umbrellas of music. But even within that, you you would be amazed at how many people are like, oh, well, I can't learn anything from him. He's he's just a, he's just a cellist, and I'm I'm a clarinetist. It's not possible to learn anything from them, and they're so wrong. So always be open to people who have a completely different perspective, people who do something completely different than you do, always be open to the idea that maybe they know some, maybe you can learn something from them. And I say this all the time, even if it's what not to do, sometimes that's more important to learn than what to do. And in the better, in in the bettering of yourself, try not to get stuck in ruts. It happens. It happens to everybody. Um, I, I, you know, I don't think that being stuck in a rut is necessarily a bad thing. I think, okay, that's, that's not how I want to phrase that. Having a rut is not a bad thing. Being stuck in it is. So you can continue down a well-worn path in a forest and have it not be a problem. But if you never diverge from the path, that's where things get kind of tricky. I think that works. I like that metaphor. And, you know, if you do realize that you are kind of stuck in your rut and you're like, it's just, it's, you're just going through the motions, do whatever you can to unstick thyself. And, you know, sometimes that's tricky. Sometimes you don't know what to do. And that's why you have me. To tell you what might work and what might not work. So you find a podcast with a dorky guy who just talks like this. But, um, you know. Find something new. Even just, maybe that's when you need to take a vacation. Maybe that's when you need to, um, I don't know. I was working on a different episode today, and I was talking about how, oh, no, it was. Back up. Forget I said that. (laughs) I was working on something else today, and I was telling somebody about how um, sometimes when I was feeling, like i needed something new i would just go and i would write or read under a tree there was a, there was a great it was 3rd avenue in the town where i used to live in and it was it was it was a wonderful street and it was it went all through town and it had this median in the middle that was that was very green and had a bunch of trees and it was it was lovely and so i would frequently just in the summertime i would go and i would park somewhere downtown and i would walk to 3rd avenue and i would just sit under a tree in the middle of that median and just Read or write or do whatever. And it was, it's amazing how just that, a tiny little thing like that can really kind of swap you around in a good way. Find people who are better at you at the things that you want to do. And, you know, that's that's not necessarily just to say that if you're a photographer, find a photographer who's better than you. Although, certainly that's the case. This can be about anything. Maybe the receptionist at your doctor's office is really patient and you'd like to be more patient. So just kind of see what she, what, see what she does. You know, it's sort of a... And we talked about this on the Compare episode of, of like, find the people and find people who do what you do and figure out how they did it. And that's kind of... I, and I talked about my issue with that, and how sometimes there aren't people who are doing everything that you want to do. But th- this is this is sort of smaller than that. That's sort of an overarching career sort of thing, and this includes that. But this includes things like that, like maybe you're maybe you want to be more patient. Find people who are better at you that, at being patient, and figure out how they do that. And it doesn't, you know, you don't have to walk up to somebody and be like, "How are you so patient?" Although that might be the way to do it, you know, if, if it's somebody that you're inspired by, you can read about them, or you can write. You you can read about them, or you can watch something about them. You know, I've I've talked several times about the Joan Rivers documentary and how I watch that five or six hundred times a year because it's just so inspiring to me and I love it. It's things like that. Sure, you can't. I hopefully there's not a documentary about your. Uh, of The receptionist at your doctor's office—that might be kind of weird. I guess it depends on who your doctor is. I don't the point is, you don't have to speak to somebody to learn about how they do what they do. And again, this should be just like in the compare episode. That, that whole thing should be used as a learning tool. It's—it's it's not a—it's um, not a way to make yourself feel inferior. You want to get more tools to use in your work, not more weapons to use on yourself. Is the way that I've phrased it so eloquently in my notes here, but the, it's true. You want to find tools that you can use to help you and not to hinder you. Because I don't know about you, but I definitely I don't need any more help on hindering myself. Trust me. So now we're kind of we're moving in to the sort of best. We're moving to the best part of this, and there is a phrase that I heard several times. I think the first time that it was, it was phrased to me in this way was um, from a family member that I was visiting at the time, and we were talking about something. And I think she was actually quoting Brene Brown, because it comes up in a Brene Brown book. I'm just realizing that Brene Brown is sometimes a hard thing to say out loud. Anyway, and it's this very simple idea that people are doing the best that they can And it's this idea of if you take that perspective on, it can, it's, it's, I, I have a hard time with this idea. (laughs) I really do. It's one of those, it's a very good, it's a very good viewpoint to have as a creative person because it does foster empathy, which allows us to gain more perspectives, which is something that we can always use in our, in our lives as, as artists, artists, and as people, you know, it stretches you and helps you grow both in the creative and the personal lives, you know. But I have a really hard time with it because I want to feel that way. I want to have that idea that everybody's doing the best that they can. But I just, I just, ah, it's just so hard because people are so stupid. You ever feel that way? I hope you do. I hope I'm not just a jerk. I mean, I am a great deal of the time, but... You know, the point is I have, a, I have a hard time with this idea. And uh, I had a realization recently that the reason that I have a hard time thinking that everybody else is doing the best that they can is because I don't allow myself that luxury. I don't allow myself to think of me doing the best I can. As discussed in the perfect, in the, per, per, in the perfect, perfect, in that episode. I have a very hard time giving myself a break and not allowing myself to um, accept that I'm not perfect. And it's just so funny because that was one of those lightning bolt realizations that came while I was working on on this episode. Because I knew that I had a difficult time with the idea of people are doing the best that they can. I didn't know why. And then that sort of hit me. And it's... You know there's that there's that show on Netflix that great show um Grace and Frankie. And there's you don't even have to know the show for this to this to work. One of the main characters calls her daughter at one point because she's she's um and she asks her daughter, "You felt loved unconditionally when you were growing up, right?" And her daughter goes, "Well, um no, mom." But it makes sense because you're not very unconditional with yourself. And I was like, oh my God. That's the exact sort of thing I have with this issue. I'm not, I don't allow myself to think that I'm doing the best that I can. So why would I allow myself to think that other people are doing the best that they can? You know, that sort of a thing. So I'm working on it. I'm trying to be kinder to myself in many ways and therefore... Have we have a kinder view of people around me, which is usually fine unless I'm driving. I have started doing this thing while I'm driving, where <laughs> anytime I want to yell at people, and <laughs> there's um there's a kind of meditation where it's uh I don't remember what they call loving kindness meditation, where the basic idea is that is that you you think of people. The way that I understand the idea is that you think of people and you kind of send them, may you be happy, may you be healthy, may you be kind, that, like send them that sort of an energy. And um, so now when I'm in traffic and somebody pisses me off, I try to out loud, I try to may you be happy, may you be healthy, may you be kind. And some days it's lovely and, and I feel I feel, I feel feel very good and it makes me feel better and it makes me calmer. And then other days it's more like, may you be happy. May you be healthy. May you be kind. And it's just a going through the motion sort of thing. But I'm trying It's the point. I'm trying to believe that if people are doing the best that they can because I really do think it is a good idea. But like a lot of this, it sort of it starts from within and goes outward. I do think that Doing that sort of outward work can affect the inward, but um, that might be another episode. I don't know. I don't know. This episode is brought to you by Great Grand Projects, a creative collective on the web at greatgrandprojects.com. This episode is also brought to you by Horizon Creative Studio, home of Another Way. Now offering another way, one-on-one, individual coachings with KJ Bell on creativity. Help unblock yourself at horizoncreativestudio.com. dot com. I don't know what that I just that that voice just happened. I but I enjoyed it. I don't know if you in, I don't know if you enjoy anything that I do on here, but um, you know, one of my cooperating teachers when I was student taught. One of my first days at the middle school, because I wasn't sure whether I would like middle school or not, he was teaching the class and he made some sort of joke and none of the kids got it. And he looks at me, he goes, sometimes you just have to entertain yourself. (laughs) And I was like, okay, got it. I'm on that. And it's, I think it's just a funny, I think it's a good life lesson, you know, completely tangential to what we're talking about today. Maybe it's not actually, maybe it's apropos better and best sometimes you just have to entertain yourself anyway so we talked about better and we've talked about best now we're going to talk about bringing those two ideas into our work as creative peoples so we have to allow ourselves to recognize that we are doing the best that we can at any given time and it this is not this shouldn't be a judgment you know there shouldn't be. Well, I guess this is the best that I can do. It's about meeting, uh, meeting ourselves where we are, which is which is a big thing that I always talk about. With um, it was something I always talked about with teaching. It's about meeting your students where they are, and that's why I've talked. To, I've talked about this before, but you know why not again? Um, there's a there's an activity that we did in one of my ed classes where every everybody starts in the middle of the room. And then the teacher says things like, you know, one of the ones I remember is, "Take a step forward if you had more than twenty books in your house growing up." And it's so it's questions like that, and and it's sort of geared to show you how um, inequality can affect a group of people because it it's always, it's almost always the straight white guys up in the front of the room, and then the spectrum of the rest of people, the the rest of people um, along the way. And um, I remember talking to another uh, music ed student about that activity when he went through that class and uh, he, he talked, he's a straight white upper middle class guy. So he of course ended up at the front of the room and he said something about how he, it made him very uncomfortable. And I, I was like, okay, look, this is not about you. This is about your students. And this is how, seeing that, you have to see those things. I'm not saying that you have to treat the students necessarily differently because of, of, of all of those various factors that go into one of them being at the front of the room and one of them being at the back of the room and that sort of situation. But you have to acknowledge that happens. You have to meet them where they're coming from. And the example I always use is that a student who didn't eat dinner the night before is going to learn differently than a student who had a five-course meal. It's just a fact. And it's not to say that, like, oh, I don't see... One of the phrases I hate the most is, oh, I don't see color. Because, no, you should. You definitely should. Not in a bad way, but... Anyway, it's about meeting other people where they are. And we have to do the same thing for ourselves. That's what this whole, except that we're doing the best we can at any given time is. And this might sometimes mean that we have to let certain projects or ideas kind of sit for a little bit. They just might not be ready. We may not be at our best for that circumstance yet. (sighs) And I'm trying you know, there's plenty of examples here. <laughs> um, frozen. Frozen. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Putting something away because you just realize it I did this the other day. I have I had an idea for a for a um I think it's a novel. It's it's a very young idea but it's one that i was very intrigued by and there's these two characters and and i just i found them very intriguing and i was working on it one day and uh i hadn't gotten to it in a in a while and i had to i kept having to reread because i couldn't remember exactly what had come before and i finally realized i was like you're you can't devote the attention that this needs you can't give it the attention it needs yet. So put it away and figure out this other stuff that you're working on and then come back to it when you're when you can give it the attention it needs. And so that's that's the thing that, that I wasn't the best that I could be. I the best that I could be was not good enough for that project at that point in time. And that's not a that's not a bad thing. In fact, that's very healthy that I was able to recognize that. And put it away and not slog through it because it would have been more frustrating to try to make it work when I couldn't give it what it needed. It's that sort of thing. And, uh, you know, it, it kind of comes down to if we aren't happy with the best that we can do, we have two options. We can either sulk about it and be, oh, I'm just not the best that I just, just the best I can do. Or we can try to get better, and you know, I think that we have to sort of temper this with with, with a bit of kindness behind it. May you be happy. May you be healthy. May you be kind. That we have, that applies to ourselves as much as anybody else. You know, don't use it as an excuse to berate yourself, because again, you're trying to get tools, not more weapons to use on you. But and it's 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 a balance. It really is, because you have to be firm with yourself in this area. You know, one of the things, I'm talking a lot about teaching today. (laughs) Um, One of the things with classroom management is you have to, I'm a goof, clearly, clearly. If you listen to this podcast at all, you get you get that idea, and this is pretty much how I am in the classroom. I, I, I like to have fun while I'm teaching. Just, it's just a, it's just a thing that I know, but because of that, things can get the kids can feel like the, things get a little loosey goosey sometimes, and I have to crack the whip every once in a while. And I just know that about myself. I know that that's one of the things about me as a teacher that happens. And I, I almost always have to have the conversations like, look, I like to have fun, but I like to get stuff done more. So if the having fun gets in the way of getting stuff done, then we have a problem. And uh, it's always better as a teacher to be respected and not liked than it is to be liked and not respected because it's it's easier for you to be respected and liked than it is the other way around. I hope that makes sense. If you go for respect first, um being liked comes a lot easier. If you go for being liked first, the respect doesn't necessarily happen. And that's just that's just a fact. I remember I was I was talking to um one of my professors in college this was this was my very first year in college and um, it was her she'd been teaching for a long time, but it was it was her um, second or third year at the place where I was and she was telling me about a conversation that she'd had with one of the professors who'd been there for almost thirty years at that point and she said um, they had had some sort of conversation about classroom management and teaching and blah, blah, blah. And she she said, this professor had told her, she said, I don't care if they like me. And that's kind of the attitude you have to have. And I just, I remember that conversation so clearly. And this, this, my violin professor was the one I was having the conversation with. And she said, um, and she said, you know, we, we all care if we're liked just as people, but, you have to, ha- as a teacher, you have to have that, I don't care if they like me, but they will respect me sort of a thing going. And um, we have to kind of be that way with ourselves too. You know, if, if, if we have to have that sort of firmness with making ourselves better, but allowing ourselves to not fall into, this is the best I can do and that's bad. It's that, it's that balance thing. I think that all works. I hope you do too. But I don't care if you like it. <laughs> uh. So, if if we reach this place where we have one of those situations where we have to kind of put stuff away or or you know, accept that you're doing the best that you can, but also focus on bettering yourself. You know, and the best way to do that is is through consistent practice in whatever area it is. Whether it is trying to be more patient or whether it's, you know, something like writing. And, you know, listen to either the consistent or the practice episodes for some clues on that. I believe that's, I don't remember what numbers, but again, you know, look it up on the website. And if you couple that, if you couple the consistent practice with sort of a constant learning, always trying to think of new things, that's going to be the best thing to make yourself better. And this is also why the, the sort of artist state from artist way is so important because you I believe the metaphor that's used with that is that you have to fill the well. You know, if if you're running dry I mean what happens when your car fill, runs out of gas? It stops going. You have to fill the tank. And that's sort of what the artist states do. And that's what the what learning does, you know, what reading books Watching documentaries. How many times have I talked about a book or a documentary on this thing? That's, all. that's really all it is. It's just me synthesizing. Synthesizing. I swear, I, I English fine most of the time. So it's a constant process of, of sort of evaluation and adjustment that, that evolves as you go along. And, you know, the tools that you use to better yourself now, they might not always work. And that's Okay. You know, I had a system that I used for six or seven years on, you know, my to-do list and everything. And I it was just recently that I realized, I was like, this doesn't work anymore. So I had to figure something else out. It worked so great for those years. And I just, just for some reason now, it just doesn't work. And that happens. It's called evolution. So, you're doing the best that you can. Accept that in a good way. But make yourself better. So, follow me on the Twitter and the Instagram at that KJ Bell. Check out the websites greatgrandprojects.com, horizoncreativestudio.com, all that all that good stuff. All that good stuff. Oh, you can sign up for the newsletter um on HorizonCreativeStudio.com it's it's at the foot of every page it's at the beginning of the homepage now it's it's everywhere do that because there's, there's cool stuff coming working on it right now desperately frantically <laughs> so do all that stuff and uh, remember it's okay to be an artist it is okay to create it's okay to be exactly as you are right now it is okay you are okay and I'm okay